0: Death Star, that
1: thing's operational. Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 63 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek Culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my strange face-making friend, Will. How you doing, buddy? Hey, everybody. I'm having
0: a good day.
1: Yeah, man. We uh, just came back from the movies and decided to day record again, so it's a little weird. Yeah, we uh Sun's we- coming through the window.
0: I know. It's <laughs> shining on my feet. It feels good. Yeah. So here we are,
1: enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What you got?
0: I'm drinking a Diet Pepsi. Ah. I know. I'm a lightweight now.
1: As he opens it on my mic,
0: okay. And I am,
1: drink- <laughs> no, I'm drinking. Actually, I put this on Instagram the other day. I'm drinking Saint Archer uh, uh, IPA from uh, it's Saint Archer Brewing Company, but it's their IPA, and it's really, really good. It's from San Diego, and I was drinking it during our walk run on Friday night. So oh, I picked nice. up another one uh, for today. Uh, so uh, is here there we are. In
0: relation to Archer, nope. Darn it. But I like that. I got to say, noop. Nope.
1: That's in, in the spirit of Archer. Yep. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at the usualpodcast.com. Email us at the at gmail.com and Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Twitter Network. We are in all those places. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at IMO Griggs. We're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and Google Play. So of course, please give us some more ratings. We've been stagnant for a while. Like us. Just give us uh, some stars. Five would be nice, but you five, know.
0: Five would be nice. Two is more accurate. Or
1: leave us a review, then we can stop just hanging out where we hang out on iTunes, which is kind of nowhere. <laughs> I know we wanna we
0: wanna go a little bit up.
1: We wanna be kind of up. Anyway, we have the timestamps in the show notes for non Sword Tour fans. We don't have a lot of Sword Tour of this week. Uh it'll basically just be what we did this week. Not a lot of news, a couple things, but that's about it. And um, you know, support our show. We're getting ready, we're gearing up. San Diego Comic Con.
0: Seriously, we are less than two months away. Oh,
1: I'm so amped, dude. So uh, help us out any way you can. Give us a buck or two an episode via Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash usualpodcast. And we're going to do another drawing on episode 70. Um I have some other little goodies coming for our patrons soon, soon too. Um uh, I've been talking to the, the SWOTOR folks, so I'll be hooking some people up with some stuff soon. Hooking up. So now will be the time to become a patron, and uh, uh you'll get some cool stuff. And if you want to give us a lot of money, which is great, I'll send you socks from Pippi's long stockings my wife's shop and, you know, some beer.
0: Socks are good. I'll
1: send you some of the St. Archer Bear. If you live in San Diego, it's a little redundant, but it is what it is. <laughs> I know, We'll just send it back to Chinook. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> and also, uh, get a free auto audiobook on us. Uh, Audible trial.com slash user podcast. Let me say the URL first and then say your suggestion. Now go.
0: I just, uh, actually <laughs> resubscribed to Audible. Um, oh,
1: did you use our link?
0: Um, well, I did not because I, had, no, because I already had a subscription. I'm not so with you. So It'd I can't go through did. the link. I mean, I had in the past, but I can't. I couldn't anymore, but right. because I'd actually unsubscribe because I just I couldn't afford the $15. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um but they said p- pay 99 cents for the next 2 months and then it's 14.95 after. that. And you can cancel after the 99 cents. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And so I got my free credit and I got my uh my 14th colony book. Nice, dude. It took me about 10 hours to download last night.
1: That's a long time. I downloaded and read and finished Bloodline. It's very good.
0: You know, what's funny. It's actually I downloaded that one as well.
1: I was uh I was a little, you know, I don't know what's the best word. I was a little apprehensive with the narrator a little bit just because of the last couple books. I think it was more the books I was reading, not her. Right. Um. Uh. Once I got past, I mean, the story is really, really good. Uh, it does lead up to the Force Awakens. It's all about Leia. Um, and we'll have to talk about it. Um, once you read it, uh, or talk to some folks in our community about it, because it's if you read it and like it, let us know what you think, because it it was it's a really good novel. If you haven't checked it out. And if you want to get it on Audible, uh, use our link uh, either on our supporters page or audibletrial.com slash podcast, And you can get it on us because it is very, very good. I was impressed.
0: So, if it's about Lay, does it incorporate anything about Kylo? Uh, you get,
1: she mentions Ben, but right. not Kylo. Okay. And it's basically kind of the days before the... Uh, minor spoilers. It's the, it's the, I mean, not really. It's the, uh, years before, um, the, the the force or the, the, the first order comes to power. Okay. And that's pretty much what it is. It's kind of all the lead up kind of to that. It's kind of, it's really, really cool. The way they did, it It was really neat. Um, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Cool. I listened to it in a couple days.
0: I'll definitely be checking it out.
1: Yeah, and if you get it I mean, if you really want to get through uh these Star Wars novels, uh especially the Canon stuff, Audible's the way to go. I listen to it a little bit faster, but even if you can't do that, it's fourteen hours for most of these books. So, you know, a couple you know, if you commute, a couple hours a day, boom, call it a day.
0: Yeah, the the fourteenth colony book I downloaded is seventeen and a half.
1: Yeah. Well. The Game of Thrones books are like 40 hours. (laughs) It's, it's kind of insane. Uh, anyway, we have other ways to support our show. Of course, Wabri Parker, Gamefly, and we'll have some new stuff coming on our supporters page too. But, uh, any of those things will give us actually cash money. Audible actually gives us 15 bucks if you go through our link. So
0: cash money and
1: 15 bucks, uh, you know, that's a a shuttle ride to the brewery in San Diego. (laughs) Yes, it is. Or a cab ride from the airport. You know, it helps. It helps. It really does. Um, all right, man. So let's get to. Some Star Wars The Old
0: Republic. You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you, if you will only kneel.
1: You're impossible. I didn't even do anything. I know, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're just going to kind of buzz through our uh, our Star Wars Yield Republic section. Um, definitely check out our other SWO, our fellow SWOTor podcast. Um, uh, UtiniCast had some uh, – a couple shows ago did a – because we're a, a few days behind our normal recording time. Actually, we're recording on Memorial Day.
0: We are recording on Memorial so Day.
1: So here we are. Uh, but, uh, you know, Cast actually had a hate police section on – Two episodes back, which was kind of interesting. It's, uh, some critics of the game, pe- basically people getting upset with people who are critical of the game. So it, it's kind of interesting. So if you don't listen to them, check them out. And of course, our, uh, our other folks out in the community, we got, uh, um, Soul Gate podcast and, and, and those guys. So definitely check it out. Um, uh, you know, all our peeps, but I just kind of wanted to spend our community segment talking about what we did in game and our wog peeps. Because that's what was important to me. Did you do anything again this week before I get to my stuff?
0: Um, yeah, I'm still having Wi Fi issues and it's really a pain in the butt. I'll say. Um, I mean, I, okay, I was trying to upload something into Dropbox for you yesterday and it literally took about 16 hours. It's absurd. It is absurd. And like, I, I was able to finally log into the game on Saturday and, uh, I tried working on, uh, chapter six of my, um, smuggler yeah. part, right? And uh, I'm going in that part where you're going up the tower, fighting the the mystics or whatever, right? Yeah. And um, I just I, I tried to get through one fight, and my it just kept freezing. Where, you know, it's it's a really frustrating part where you're constantly doing abilities, but nothing happens, and yeah. it all happens at once, and you're dead because you didn't see what they were doing to you.
1: Yeah, that happens to me sometimes when my Wi-Fi is intermittent, but it's it's it happens to you more often. That's, that sucks, buddy. Yeah, I need to get better Wi-Fi. Got to figure something out. But anyway, um. As far as my week goes, I did a lot of stuff. Like I said, school's winding down, so I've been uh I've been back to back to writing, which I'm very excited oh, about. Very I've been cool. I've been write I started my second novel, which I'm very excited about. And um been writing more, which is cool. But awesome. in in the evenings, I've been doing a lot of woggin and some uh tour stuff. So wog the last 2 weeks uh so 2 weeks ago we did an 8 man KP run. And that went super smoothly. Actually, that was on Saturday. Uh, two. Uh, you know, it's not, funny. It's not this last Saturday. The Saturday before.
0: On, on weeks when I'm I skip it, it's like, oh, it's
1: super smooth this week. Yeah. Wait till I tell you about the sixteen man. Because
0: I'm horrible.
1: Yeah, you're terrible. So, oh, just kidding. Uh, so but yeah, we had a nice a smooth run. Eight man, boom, busted it out. So and after that run, Taylin, actually a community member, uh, or Soul Tour player, he was. <laughs> we always have someone streaming it. And so he said he was cracking up so much and we were all drinking. We were having a great time. Uh, but he said he was laughing so hard. He sent us all a, uh, some item in game. I actually didn't ask anybody else what they got, but I got a grand chance cube from him. Nice. And I had a really cool deco. It was the, uh, uh centerpiece. Oh, very coat. cool. So that was kind of cool. Uh, and then this last Friday we did, a, a pub side 16 man actually, and we did EV and, we had some folks from Utini Knights and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool. It always nice when
0: they joined us. Yeah. It it's was a- other side of the
1: world. And it's, Oh man. And, and it was just, it was just a lot of fun to have, have all those folks get together. And we were like, Oh, we're, you know, there was only about nine or 10 people signed up. We're like, Oh, we're going to have a hard time getting a 16 man. And then everybody started pulling from their other guilds and stuff. And we got 16. Um, the bummer part <laughs> is, is we have the last few times we've done EV, we've always had a stealther right. and someone that could get past all that trash. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> We had no stealth this time. We had like six sages and like a bunch of guardians. It was so weird. Anyway, so we had to no, do all just, the trash.
0: Yeah, so No, just riding. Oh my
1: God. Bike. So many people died. <laughs> so this was, we didn't, did we have a full wipe? I think we had one full wipe at, um, at one of the bosses, but either way, it was a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying Wog, and it's a, it's a, I, I'm excited to see how that goes in the summer. I'd like to add like one more little fun run or something during the week or something. You
0: know, I really, really, really enjoy doing log. It's just with my Wi Fi issues. Mm-hmm. It's not only really difficult because my my connection sucks, it also impacts my team speak. Right. Because then. you can't, I
1: kind of can't do both.
0: Yeah, I can't. It, it just, it, yeah, it's horrible.
1: Yeah. yeah. So some other stuff I, I got to do or I did in game, I got my sniper to 65. That was my last of my base eight classes oh, to 65. Cool. So I was stoked about that. I did the Alliance alert for the Deshod um Alliance uh character. Oh, nice. Uh so that was kind of cool. And I also became Eternal Champion, my friend. Very <laughs> I, be- cool. I beat the Eternal Championship, which was really a lot of fun. I plan on doing it every week. I haven't done it this week yet. I need to do it before uh before the next update, uh which is coming here pretty quick. Actually uh, on the 1st, it's coming up. Uh we're getting four point five. So yes, we are. I want to try to do it every week. The rewards are okay. Um I just like Kind of, kind of feels like a solo raid, which is kind of fun because you kind of have to do it all at one time. Right. Because if you log out, it starts you over. So it's kind of fun to like feel like, okay, I got to beat these ten bosses, you know, and I go through it. And then the rewards are kind of cool, um, and uh, you know, get some comms and stuff like that. So, uh, but I really, you know, I, you know, I, I was stoked to be able to finish it. I didn't think I'd get through them, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna do it. And I got through like the seventh or eighth boss, and I'm like, am I gonna be able to do this? And the ninth one, actually, I think the eighth one was the hardest one. 10 was okay just a lot of movement but um but it was fun
0: yeah it's the, the again this is where my connection comes in it's like i got through the fifth one but once you get heavy movement mechanics oh, yeah. it's impossible
1: yeah there's a lot it. of stuff going on, a lot of telegraphs and all that kind of stuff um, and then the last thing I've been doing this week, uh, was leveling my Merc, cause double XP is going through today. Oh, cool. Um, so I've been leveling my Merc up, uh, trying to get him to 65, just cause I really like that class as a DPS class. Yep. And, um, it's, it's just a lot of fun to play. Uh, I got him about 45 as of this morning. So, um, but yeah, that's about what I've been doing, man. I've been having a lot of fun in game, and I'm stoked for 4.5. I don't think both, I think we were mistaken when we said both chapters were coming, um, next week, but I think we're getting one, Next week, and then one four weeks later, which is technically still June, I think, is what I'm getting. Oh, from yeah, it.
0: cool, because it's a four week cycle. It's not necessarily monthly.
1: Exactly. So,
0: um, yeah, I'm sure you're going to be trying to level him up to 65 while you're watching the the Warriors. I think, think I'm going to have to watch Game Seven tonight,
1: man, and 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 get it on the computer so I can just level him while it, while it happens because. Yeah. The wife doesn't want to watch it. No, she doesn't. And, you know, here's the thing. uh The Warriors are amazing. My dad is funny. My dad has season tickets to the Warriors. He's had them for 35 years, you know, and he told me today because they were actually visiting this weekend. He told me today, he goes, this is the first game seven in uh at home for the Warriors in like 40 years. <laughs> so I can't not watch this game, which is another reason why we're recording during the day right now.
0: You know, it's it's exciting because, uh, you know, just talking about season tickets. And that game on Saturday was insane. Is um my brother? You know, okay, this is all right. So I'm a huge Rams fan. Oh, here we go. And the Rams just moved back from St. Louis to L. A. And I've been a diehard Ram fan since before they moved to St. Louis. So I mean, I've been you know for a long time. When they left L. A., my brother said he was never going to be a Rams fan again unless the the owner died, which he did. And they moved back to L.A. So, of course, since they're back in L.A., he's now back on the bandwagon. Oh, my God. So he bought season tickets. Did he really? He did. Well, he, oh, my God. He and uh, a few of his buddies went in on uh, separate packs of season tickets. Okay. But he got one of the really cheap sets, right? But then they just got to announce that the Rams are getting uh, Super Bowl 55. No way. So I'm wondering, does that give season ticket holders any sort of in?
1: I don't think so for the Super Bowl. I think because my dad, the way his work is he pays his season passes and then basically he has to pay for the playoff games.
0: Well, yeah, you still have to pay for him, But, do you
1: but I don't get, think he gets special treatment you don't get for a, Super you Bowl. You
0: don't get in a certain lottery ahead uh, of him?
1: Maybe. I don't know. But that'd be cool if he did because that'd be badass.
0: So. I mean, maybe for a certain percentage of the seats yeah. or something.
1: Maybe you can get into a pool or something.
0: Yeah, that would be cool.
1: Yeah, that'd be sweet too. I didn't hear about that. That's badass.
0: Yeah, they just got. Uh, pick, it was. Uh, they just announced. I think fifty four and fifty five, and I think fifty four is going to Tampa Bay. Okay. And fifty five's in L.A. Huh. Cool. Well,
1: your sports edition of the usual podcast. <laughs> um, back to Swotar. Uh, so let's a couple things this week. Uh, there's a couple of dev posts. Not a whole lot. Um, there was a reminder about the Eternal Championship speedrun was ending, um, and not to cheat, obviously. Um, there was a couple of nice notes actually, um, from the community to, um, Eric and Ben and Tate and those guys uh for the live stream and just the communication for the last couple of weeks. Oh um, very nice. and the post I mean we're a little late recording so that post is is over a week old but I just thought it was nice after the live stream and I had nothing but good things to say about that that's live right. stream. You were saying nothing but good things. Yeah and the community right. was pretty stoked about it. So um it's nice to see the community kind of say hey thanks you know
0: instead of saying hey what about ops?
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well there are a lot of people saying that in chat that's for sure. Um and then uh the character sale transfer started remember the character transfer sale started as we were talking about right. we didn't know actually right after we recorded the day after last they announced that it was happening uh, but it started on the 26th which was a few days ago and it's gonna be going through the 5th so if you're trying to move your guild somewhere uh, it's back to 90 cartel coins uh, so get it going and uh basically the announcement the official announcement uh, came about where the next community cantina is and that is in London and of course that coincides with the uh, um, uh, Star Wars, um, Star Wars Celebration. We're going, right? <laughs> uh, yes. If you'd like to hear anything. And by yes, it, you mean no.
0: <laughs> if, you, if you'd like to hear anything about Star Wars Celebration here from the Cantina in London, you want to hear us go. Oh, yeah. Go if you want to, us to cover the event, go <laughs> go please to go to
1: patreon.com or, <laughs> or audible or. <laughs> Parker. Or here, I'll give you my email address for PayPal if you want to just send me <laughs> a bunch of money. Anyway, it'd be nice to kind of to do that i would love to go to london i honestly i wouldn't go to london without my family though at this point yeah well, i've um, always
0: wanted to go to london period i mean yeah. it's always been my dream to, to live in london for yeah. a while
1: well my wife's been in europe and anytime we talk about going out of the country I, I know anytime we want to go out of the country or talk about going to the country i wouldn't want to go without my kids they'd love it so right um all right and the last dev post really was just this post talking about uh <laughs> somebody posted i'm embarrassed to admit it uh but they use a spreadsheet to keep track of their tunes okay and there's a lot of people in the community that use excel to like keep track of stuff tell me you're not one of them
0: okay i will tell you when i first started the game a few years ago i mean with beta testing i was all on board with crafting right yeah and so my first main character was my bounty hunter Uh uh-huh so or volus and so um i actually had a spreadsheet of all the different levels of gear and everything that he had acquired, so I could get all the different variants and stuff. And then once you realize there is thousands of pieces of gear, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so, so I don't, I, I don't use that. So I now I just have one spreadsheet, <laughs> and it's in uh, actually. Oh I have my two. god, you still have two? Well, it's two one. No, continue, please. I can't wait. And it's just one mm-hmm. that that just shows who has what craft skills.
1: See, so, okay. you know how I do that.
0: You just remember?
1: No, I either write
0: on a piece of paper or I log into
1: them. <laughs> and then, uh, actually, I do have this piece of paper. This is my spreadsheet right here. Look, this then, is all my tunes and what crafting they have.
0: <laughs> that's funny. And actually, the uh, the other one, and I actually don't even reference it anymore because we with the uh, activation of the alliance uh, network, it's just too many. Yeah, but it was basically uh, who hated, liked, or loved certain types of uh, oh, the companion, gifts. companion gifts. Yeah. Totally. And that was, that was the only way. But makes now that, now that when you hover over it, it tells you the amount of affection.
1: Exactly. Uh, the last thing I want to do before we, uh, get out of SWATOR is just kind of give a quick update on our, our meetup. Um, yes. and I want to do it earlier in the SWATOR section in case people only tune in for SWATOR and they're like, they only talked for 15 minutes this week. So here we are. <laughs> and anybody, here's what I'd like to do. And I'm gonna throw this out to the community. If anybody is actually planning on going to San Diego for Comic Con or is in the San Diego area. Hold up your hand. Um, raise your hand. <laughs> One, two. two, three, four. Okay. So any of you guys that are planning on going to San Diego or gonna be down there, um, it's, we're gonna do our meetup on the Friday night, which is the 22nd, I believe. I believe so. Right? Um, I'll just double check. I believe it's the 22nd. And, yeah, Friday night the 22nd, and it's going to be – it looks like it's going to be about 4 o'clock, okay, is the plan, 4 to whenever. We have some people doing nighttime stuff after that. The convention kind of winds down around then. Um, we're going to do that at Mission Brewing Company. Yes. Um, I will have more concrete details in the next couple of weeks once I um, solidify everything on the other end, reservations and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, once we get it all solidified, we will definitely put up a, uh event on our Facebook page. Oh, definitely. And But
1: what I really want to do is get um, – uh, you know, if you are, I just like to get a general idea before I say, Hey, we're going to have 20 people show up and nobody shows up. You know right. what I mean? So I know our, our friends will be there, but our other podcasting buddies, the people from the trap, po- it's a po- trap cop. <laughs> One more time. It's a trap. It's a trap podcast, the Korean on radio and, um, passionately and passionately casual will be there including Master Lou and Chinook and some other people. But I know that those guys will be there, but I'd like to get a general idea of some more folks that will be there. So oh, we'll put something on Facebook in the next week, but um let us know somehow. Yes, please do. Yeah. And uh then I can get a better idea before I start really solidifying everything.
0: Word. So anything else? Uh, no, that's pretty much it for Swordfire this week. Cool, man. Let's move on to Star Wars. Well, let's get out of here then. Pew, 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 pew. I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for.
1: All right, man, we have arrived at Star Wars section. A few things. Ready? Yes, I'm ready. Cool. So a couple comics, <laughs> couple, <of> co- <laughs> a couple comics things. Uh, Star Wars Rogue One prequel comic has been canceled. No. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly
0: why. It didn't give a reason?
1: Um, let me double check. I don't remember reading about the reason, but um, the story was meant to be a three-issue series and a one-shot, though now it seems the story is on definite hold or canceled together. Is- no comment on the cancellation at press time, which was, uh, yeah, this was about a week, a little less than a week ago.
0: That's annoying. Yeah.
1: So that happened. Uh, any more details? We'd love to hear about them, but uh, I was looking forward to that.
0: Damn you, Marvel.
1: Yeah. Um, but on the upside is that, uh, there's going to be a Force Awakens comic book adaptation. Uh, and there's a preview for it in our show notes, which is kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, I will probably get them. I don't know if I will read them. I might read through them, but it's like, it's still kind of just, well, okay, be, it's the same thing.
0: Well, well, not necessarily. It'd be kind of cool if they go more off the novelization instead of the theatrical. Then we might get a little bit more visual representation of the Knights of Ren. That's true.
1: That's true. Hope's up for that. Um, And these are just kind of little tidbits. There's not a lot of Star Wars news right now. But Oscar Isaac says, uh, Darker Star Wars Episode eight, um will test the heroes. and It'll be darker, which yeah, we've heard a lot of. He's
0: been saying for a while it's going to be darker, and I, I'm excited about that.
1: Me too um which is why empires a lot of people's favorites. Um John okay, did you see this? Yeah. So John Williams came out and he basically shot down the uh the music cue to to signify the lineage yeah, between there was Ray.
0: There's a theory when uh, whenever Ray came on screen, you uh, heard a little bit of the the uh the Luke theme.
1: Yeah. Um said so not to say that it isn't true, but it wasn't it wasn't something that was intentional is what he's basically saying. So um uh Williams told fans in attendance I never asked JJ J. Abrams who Ray's father is, but I think it's Luke Skywalker. Your guess is as good as mine though.
0: <laughs> yeah, the thing with Williams though, and with all composers, but especially with Williams, yeah. is that he has so many callbacks yeah. to for I mean, if you listen to um gosh, I want to say it's the Prisoner of Azkaban uh score that he does for uh for Harry Potter, you can hear remnants of the um in the last crusade part where they're going into Berlin. Okay. And then that is actually reminiscent of part of empire. And it's just like, everything builds on former uh, cues for him.
1: Right. Um, so as far as rogue want as well, uh, let's see, reveals new characters and images. Oh, this was the thing. I saw this. Uh, this is, uh, there was a poster, well, this is kind of neat. Was this the one I thought it was?
0: Yeah, and it shows a new character.
1: Oh, wow. So we don't know who that is? And this guy,
0: right? Yeah, well... And this guy. I, no, the droid is Alan Tudyk. He's this doing, guy? Yeah, the stop motion.
1: Oh, okay. Um or the, the motion capture, sorry. So really what is Disney and Lucasfilm have doled out information on Rogue One. Um Let's see, sparingly, but now thanks to a 10-page preview of upcoming, uh accompanying art book, we now have some additional... De- oh, so this is a book that came out. Yeah. Official visual story guide. Okay,
0: got it, got it. Now I'm in. All this right. is like where we first saw it, it, the visual uh, um, dictionary. Yeah, the visual dictionary of Force Awakens is where we first saw images of uh, Katana and, mm-hmm. and other people. So
1: uh, kan- Kanata, Kanata, yeah. So this is cool. Actually, that looks kind of like a bowcaster. Oh, it does a little bit. Um, but check out the link in the show notes. Uh, there's a couple new characters. Um, uh, this is a pretty cool picture, actually. Just yeah, from here, I, I dig it. Because
0: really it's the first really prominent picture we've seen of the uh, of the Alan Tudyk character.
1: Right. Big. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamite. All right. So, Star Wars Celebration, you're up. So, speaking of art. So, there's a nice little picture from the Star Wars Celebration.
0: Yeah. And it's cool because it shows parts of Force Awakens, parts of Rogue One, parts of... And look who's prominent in the middle. The guy in the white from yeah, the, the Rogue the, One trailer. The Ben Mendelsohn character. Yeah. Who is he? Ben Mendelsohn?
1: No, who is the character? Oh, they haven't announced yet. I know, but I want to know. I want to know, too. Okay. Let's not get angry about it, but yeah. I want to know. All righty. So, anyway, yeah, that looks really cool. Link in the show notes for that. And if you're going to Europe, we hate you. Um, rare. Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> what do you got this? This is yours. Yeah, The there's a uh, the Oscars. Because, you know, the Oscars is also... Uh, the Oscars isn't just the award show. Right. Right. It's the Academy. And the Academy, as well as uh, the AFI, they're very prominent in film restoration and preservation. And the Oscars has come across uh, unearthed rare footage of an original uh, Star Wars Revenge of the Jedi trailer.
1: You know what? I did see a post about this. Yeah.
0: So let's watch it really quick. So cool. Two things about this is I love how it's all stills with zooms in, right? it reminds me of uh, an original godfather trailer. Yeah. But um it also said coming christmas 1983 when we all know it came out in in uh may
1: of 83. Oh.
0: So it's kind of interesting that they had shifted release dates even then.
1: Interesting. All right, cool. Uh let's see. So this I think I'm going to skip, but I'm going to leave the sh- the note cuz there's spoilers in it.
0: Yeah, we're we're not going to say anything about it. We're just going to say that there was a leaked f- picture of a I think it was a chair. Yeah. And it might have revealed think. the title of episode eight. We're not going to talk about it or anything. If you're interested, the links in the show. And there's plenty of other Star
1: Wars podcasts that that deal with so many spoilers and stuff. And I'm, I'm not trying to say it anywhere else. I'm glad you're here. But we try to be somewhat surprised about stuff when things happen. So, um, yes. Star Wars. speaking of episode eight, uh, it has wrapped. It's Ireland production. Yeah. So, they're done in Ireland.
0: I saw the funniest meme the other day, and uh, and I think I put it into our uh, into my Star Wars um, Pinterest, but it showed, the, the top it showed a picture of um, Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley showing up for filming in Ireland, right? And so uh-huh. they're showing up at the airport, and they're like all in their hoodie and sunglasses and kind of trying to stay hidden, right? And it shows Mark Hamill showing up, <laughs> and, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> he's all like posing for the cameras
1: uh that sounds about right it was uh, so funny. funny um all right so what else do we have here we have uh so that's wrapped in ireland so rebels yeah i know it's about a month late finally but i finally finished it oh my god so good <laughs> yeah rebels is amazing uh it we're not gonna spoil anything well maybe in the future we'll talk about it maybe before a uh, season the next season starts uh we'll, I will we'll have a recap say, this
0: isn't a spoiler at all but right. i i will say that i'm excited that chopper finally got a, a bunny mm-hmm. droid mm-hmm. that
1: was cool and um yeah there's some stuff uh some old characters from clone wars and even the prequels that show up um and the last i mean the last 20 minutes or the last i guess the last episode yeah, the last 10 part. minutes was just absolutely insane. Oh, phenomenal! So good. So really, really well done. Uh, it
0: steps up a lot of questions for season three. Yeah, and if you guys, it oh, wow, did I did
1: I just hit puberty? Wow. Um, so if you guys actually want us to talk about stuff more in depth, in depth like rebels and stuff, let us know because we can. We just we have a lot of stuff we try to cover. So
0: yeah, and we're already pushing two hours on some episodes. <laughs> right, and
1: you know we. We have been faltering on our comics coverage. We'll get back to that this summer. But, um but yeah, as far as Rebels goes um, and other TV shows, if we're if if there's something you want us to talk about, we we're happy to do it for sure. Especially if you're a patron. Patrons can pretty much tell us what to do. Exactly. Hint, hint.
0: Seriously, throw a quarter at us. <laughs> we'll dance
1: for you. I'm doing dance right now. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. Lego Star Wars Force Awakens Poe Dameron trailer.
0: Um, yeah, put, this is under games. Uh, they're they're coming out with the Lego Star Wars version of the Force Awakens. Oh, right, right, right. And they're uh, releasing um, character trailers for it. And the first one they released was Poe. Awesome. So it's check it out. Just anything Lego Star Wars is hilarious. No, it's all funny. It is. So, oh, I finally watched all the webisodes. Oh yeah, I haven't watched them yet because I are. was
1: going to do it with the kids and I forgot. They are so funny. They're only like four minutes apiece. So no, we'll they're check great. It out.
0: Like I watched all five in like half yeah. an
1: hour. Yeah, totally. Uh, let's see. So Star Wars Battlefront news. Uh, let's see. So there was an article that came out, uh, via GameSpot. Uh, and Patrick Sutherland, uh, he's the studio head for EA and he was basically addressing the thing about single player campaigns. So he says the one thing we got criticized for, for Battlefront obviously, was a lack of a single player campaign. It was a conscious decision we made, uh, due to time and being able to launch the game side by side with the movie that came out to get the strongest possible impact. He explained, uh, I think the team created a really good game based on the premise that we had. Uh, I would say the game has done very well for us and reached a very different demographic than a traditional EA game. From that perspective, it's a success. Um, are we happy with the 75 rating? No. Uh, it's something we're gonna go, uh, cure going forward. Absolutely. So basically, I think, uh, I think actually Battlefront 2 has been announced already. Um, I'm, I'm 90% sure I'm it has been. Sure. Uh, and so I think they're going to try to rectify all that stuff here pretty right. quick. Yeah, so.
0: it, it just makes sense. And for me, you know,
1: like I said, I'm more excited about the new adventure game that was announced. Yeah. The Star Wars adventure game. That'll I, be cool. I, I'm not, you know, and a lot of my students are amped about, um, uh, Overwatch, you know, from Blizzard that came out recently, but these first-person shooters, like I used to exclusively buy first-person shooters and play those games, but now that I've kind of gone over the PC, I'm playing a lot, you know, obviously I play Star Wars: The Republic and uh uh you know, back to Fallout and stuff like that. I'm just not that I don't do the shooter thing that much anymore. It can it doesn't hold my interest and I don't have the time to to not to not get something more out of it than like I killed you dude kind of thing. And that's yeah, exactly. just because you know, I'm old, I guess, but Well, you know,
0: it's it's really funny. I keep saying how I'm not a first-person shooter person, right? Mm-hmm. But then I realize my main is a sniper. <laughs> yeah no but so it's it's it, the type of gameplay though it is because i don't really care about just battling people on the internet right right, right. so um there there are some console games i really want to get get into so i need to get a console controller and get the pc games for them like i really want to play all the assassin's creed yeah those are amazing i want to play all the the uh you the, will love the, assassin's the bioshock creed stuff. i want to play all of the uh mass effect and uh you know the the last console game i played was the godfather Oh, okay which is so much fun it's very much like a, a gta yeah um but just uh, no, i remember the godfather series. and i just love it so um i i want to try to get that one again
1: for sure um where are we at oh okay so here's the thing i put this in here what because is
0: up with the chewbacca mask oh my god here's the thing uh
1: i have a hard time with internet viral stuff for the most part i'm not i i'm like my wife will sit there and like scroll through facebook for you know 45 minutes
0: I I will admit that there are certain YouTube channels I do follow. That's fine. I follow fails. That's fine. Fail army.
1: Follow you, follow YouTube stuff all you want. I'm just talking about just blindly going through Facebook or what's what's viral, you know, or, uh, blindly going through Instagram and like just stuff. I just can't, I can't scroll anymore. Like even Twitter, I very rarely will like go to my home on Twitter and scroll through stuff. You know, I get, I get notifications from the people that I follow and, you know, stuff like that. So, I don't know. My whole thing is I never, I was a little behind on this Chewbacca thing. And apparently, and I, and I'm, I'm not putting all the links in the show notes for this. I have one link in here. And really, apparently this lady laughed really hard about a Chewbacca mask. Um, and all this stuff happened. Uh, she not only got a bunch of stuff from Kohl's. Okay. JJ Abrams had something to say to her. She bought the mask. She bought the mask at Kohl's. And I get that. And it's like, okay, now it's just encouraging people to buy something and, make a video about it and hope to get free stuff, maybe, right? right? But you know, and that's our culture, I suppose. But I, I got I found myself getting kind of frustrated with this because now not only that, now JJ Abrams did something. She got invited to the Facebook campus. Yeah. Um by um Zoderberg, Zuckerberg. No, Zuckerberg. Um I
0: think she got invited to Star Wars celebrations. Yeah.
1: And I'm just like, dude, that's crazy to me. All that stuff is crazy to me. So,
0: um, it's, I mean, I, 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 when the video came, I'm like, okay, well, it's Sherlock, I got to check it out. I watched like the first 30 seconds and no, it was done. No. And I
1: got about that far myself. And so my whole thing is I just put the link in the show notes that says, but it is the most watched Facebook video of all time.
0: Facebook live video.
1: Live video. Okay. Sorry. Um, anyway, whatever. I, I'm over it. This is funny though.
0: <laughs> we've been talking a lot about superhero themed roller coasters and the
1: joker roller coaster was the one i was like noping about for the last couple of weeks and it ran really smoothly for a few days then it opened and like an hour after it opened like officially they had to shut it down because some people got stuck up there for like several hours
0: okay i would love if in <laughs> the part where they got stuck they're like upside down well, no because that, that could be dangerous i uh, well, well just because you get hit head- yeah blood well, I, just, your head- I, I still think it'd be funny no but Getting stuck, but like the audio track is stuck on the Joker laughing.
1: Ah, uh, and they go mad. Nice. Um. So that happened. There's a link in the show notes. I thought that was funny, considering all the stuff we've been talking about around that. Right. Um. All right, man. So we are we're done with with this. Any any other Disney park or anything other kind of news that uh, we're forgetting? No, I've got nothing. Nothing. That means it's time.
0: I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you know not. In the future, none of you, uh, heroes. You're legends. Have you caught up on that yet? I'll get to it in a little bit. Oh my God, dude.
1: Seriously, that show's
0: amazing. It is.
1: Just just throwing it out there.
0: Uh, I'll get to it in a few minutes. Oh, so you, okay. So
1: you're being all cryptic. Okay, cool. So I have a couple things in the news section, um, under pop culture, just kind of for fun. Um, top of my list (laughs) was that uh kevin smith and now here's the thing if you're a kevin smith fan this 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 is a big deal if you're not a kevin smith fan you're like is this news and if you're a kevin smith fan oh this is news oh yeah um so he flew southwest again uh after all of that incident i can't
0: believe Uh, he actually
1: got on the southwest well the story the story went is that he uh he was delayed on delta i believe Uh, four hours and he was trying to get to Kansas City, uh, for Planet Comic Con. And he said he couldn't get there unless he flew Southwest. So he's, (laughs) he basically said FU Delta and got on Southwest. This is, this is like a culmination of his tweets. So he gets on there and he has two people sitting next to him. And the link, the link is great because it kind of puts together all of these, uh, um, tweets and stuff. And, but he made it. Okay. And they survived and they didn't kick him off this time,
0: but. Well, he has lost a lot of weight.
1: Yeah. And that's the other, and, yeah. And that's the other thing. He has lost 85 pounds since he flew Southwest, but they, you know, Southwest has that unspoken thing. If you're kind of too big, they want you to buy two seats. And the other story was, is that he did usually buy the whole row for privacy. But the one time he didn't because he, he was trying to get home or something to, to see his family. Uh,
0: he got, he bumped up his flight early. Yeah.
1: And, oh yeah, that's right. And basically they're like, well, you kind of have to like get off the plane.
0: And the funny thing (laughs) is, is he even, this is going back to that story, which is it just look up too fat to fly. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, he actually showed them he was able to get the seatbelt on. He was able to put the armrest down and they still said no.
1: Yeah. So I'm glad that, um, after i mean it's been several years yeah it's happened
0: it happened before he turned 40 yeah
1: so um i i'm glad that happened it was kind of a cool piece of news for a kevin smith fan to kind of be like you know you you eventually and i feel like this kind of went back to the prince thing you know because after prince died we talked about this and he was kind of like well you know i didn't get to kind of tell you know rather than be this weird anecdote for prince i'd rather have touched base with him and kind of yeah, he's, he's letting everything.
0: a lot of stuff go, yeah. which is great.
1: which is pretty cool. So, and, you know, if you're a fan, you're with us on this, and and awesome. Um, so, Stan Lee gets his own day
0: in Kansas City. <laughs> you know what I love about these? when you get, it's Stan Lee Day. And you yeah. think, okay, well, like, it's, like, August 3rd or whatever it is. It's not August 3rd. It's August 3rd of a specific year. Yeah. And so, it's, like, it's one day, literally. It's not, like, annual...
1: Well, it's funny. So during a question and answer panel at Bartle Hall at Planet Comic Con, Kansas City, as we were just talking about, uh, Mayor Sly James declared May twenty first, twenty sixteen, to be Stanley Day in the city. But <laughs> like you said, it's that day. Um, recognizing legendary creative superheroes like X Men, uh, Iron Man, etc. Um, and then he said, uh, he said something about the presidential election too in here, which is funny. Oh, he says, <laughs> he says it's different than any that I can remember. He's ninety three years old. Um, it's more color to it because of Trump. He's a very unusual guy and there's lots of bitterness also, but uh, he's, saw, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure that it's good for the country to have that much bitterness in a presidential election, but he's just waiting to see how it comes out. So, uh, 93 years old, sharp attack, this guy.
0: Yeah,
1: he is. Uh, I love Stanley. Moving on. Uh, Paltrow, Assembles Avengers. Okay. So have you seen this? I have uh,
0: not, but it's uh, very typical of.
1: Yeah. So, Gwyneth Avengers Paltrow basically got, um, Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans to visit this pa- uh, this, uh, cancer patient. And I just put this in here because I just love stuff like this. And I love the fact that, um, they, uh, that they did this. I mean, you can see them. There's this cool picture of them at the airport, um, showing up.
0: And it's, I love it's Iron Man and Cap Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really, cool, really cool. Especially, yeah, with the Civil War thing. So next convention news, lots of stuff.
0: Yeah. And, like I said, it's convention season. We're two months out.
1: Yeah. And so, uh the first thing that's non San Diego news is New York Comic Con is changing their ticketing. Apparently the way they used to do it is you just buy a ticket and then the tickets just out there. Yeah,
0: it's and then you much just like a concert ticket.
1: Yeah, and then you just show up and you have the ticket and it doesn't have your name attached to it. They're doing what Comic Con uh San Diego's been doing for many years and doing like a member ID kind of thing now. Right. In this so. way it,
0: it'll just solve the scalping issues.
1: Exactly. Which is which I think is cool. I mean, you know, the way Comic Con's been Comic Con's been doing it for enough years to to where I think it's it's it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, the one in San Diego, it's had to do it because it's been so big. Well, now cons is a general form. Right. They're getting so much bigger. They kind of have to.
1: Exactly. Um, all right, man. So, uh, some more convention stuff. Outlander, you know how the last couple of years we've been down there and the dudes, with the kilts run around. Yep. And they're playing bagpipes. And, and yep. I got, I've got like two or three bandanas from Outlander in, in a bag over here. And, but they're not coming to San Diego this
0: year. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff not coming.
1: Well, the reason for these guys not coming is I think the, um, there was a different reason. Not coming to San Diego Comic Con because everyone is otherwise engaged. So I don't know if they're not going to do the hype around it, but there's not, they're not going to do any kind of panels or anything like that. So
0: yeah, they still might do the, the, uh, the guerrilla marketing.
1: They might, they might, but, um, I think this has to do too with, um, uh A lot of shows for some reason right now are kind of in these in between stages where they're either filming or rapping filming, and there's like stuff like that happening yeah so, the, I mean
0: this is so. a i mean we're post up fronts now mm-hmm. they've been announced so you know they're starting to gear up actual filming and everything, yeah um kind of talking about guerrilla marketing though my favorite guerrilla marketing from last year was when we saw the cultists walking around oh my god that was amazing And it was for the show damien which oh. is now finishing up there's like devil
1: worshipers on the corner yeah. oh it's amazing because it was
0: basically they, they they made a show out about the omen
1: yeah the best part about it though was that they they, they tend to like uh set up their their marketing on the corner right across from like the uh all the God people, <laughs> the, the the Bible people, yeah. with the big signs and stuff. Oh, so amazing! It was awesome. Um, all right. So these next few posts in here, I'm just gonna kind of gloss over, but um,
0: yeah, these are actually something I'm I'm gonna look more in depth into because I am I, th- I'm big into television.
1: Yeah, no, this is cool. This is actually these links that I have: uh, television shows of 26, uh SDCC 2016, uh, broadcast networks, cable networks. Um, these two posts are basically from, um, the unofficial, uh, scccblog.com and they,
0: they're talking about who's going to have a presence. Yeah. And, and
1: it's, they're not 100% sure, but these are just the people that are usually here. So they make a nice list.
0: So they're going to be talking about, like, say, Game of Thrones and. Exactly.
1: So in this list, uh, in the cable networks, they have Game of Thrones. They have, um, you know, they go Adult Swim and Amazon, AMC. Uh, BBC, all of yeah, that kind I'm of sure
0: stuff. Yeah, because i gonna have a. Oh
1: yeah. So this is cool. We'll we'll talk more about this as we get closer. When when we start, I, and I think what we're kind of do, I want to kind of change how we do our convention stuff. Right. Uh, t- closer to it, like about a month out how we kind of focus on kind of the stuff we want to do yeah. and the stuff we're excited well, about. Once
0: they start announcing panels and, and who's going and offsite stuff. And
1: But also I'd really like the, the listeners. Um, hi, we're talking to you again. Um, I'd like to talk to uh, get the listeners to kind of tell us what they want us to cover. You know Yeah. What I mean? Because
0: we're, I mean, we're also going for you guys. Yeah. So,
1: so it'd be cool. Um, so Kevin Smith, speaking of uh, his 2016 presence will be, you know, okay. We've been. Frustrated I want to spend for, a cu- I want to spend a couple minutes on this. Go yeah, ahead. we've been
0: frustrated for a couple of months because we always go to Babylon.
1: Yeah, and we have. That's why we finally solidify what day we're going to do our our usual trap run meetup. Right. Was because we don't. We weren't sure what Smith was going to do, and a lot of our nighttime stuff tends to be around what Smith does. At least that one night. Right. So. We have decided. We have decided. So Smith finally announced. Finally, finally, finally. And I think what took so long is they changed venues.
0: They did. They they uh, for the last like six years they've been at uh, House of Blues.
1: Right. And I think what they were trying to do was find a spot they could bring more than just the one podcast to. Right. And House of Blues is packed as far as like stuff they do. So what they what Smith is doing, he's bringing three of his podcasts this year. He's bringing Fat Man on Batman with Mark Bernard, which I'm super stoked about. I
0: know. Uh, who got tickets? We did.
1: Oh yeah, we got tickets to that. That's Thursday night at eight o'clock. Um, and we were there for one of the. I think it was episode six of Fat Man on Batman. Yeah, one of
0: the really early ones.
1: Um, on the uh, the outside stage, the lawn, yeah, outside of uh, the convention center. That was the
0: first year we went to Comic
1: Con, and he was talking to Bruce Tim, I believe. Yeah. Um and that was amazing. We were sitting in the out there all day waiting to see Smith. We saw a bunch of other people. And that we was saw the Big Bang Theory. We oh saw, yeah,
0: we saw him do a table read of a children's hospital. Yeah. Episode. Oh
1: man, that was such a great year. So that was our first year. That was our first year. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so Fatman and Batman's coming back. We got tickets to that. Um, on Friday night he's doing um Jay and Silent Bob get old, and that is of course with uh Jason Mewes. And then, and then on Saturday night. Uh, Hollywood Babylon is at ten o'clock on um, on Saturday with Ralph Garman. The cool thing is they moved them all to the American Comedy Company. Yes, they did. And it's I think it's going to be kind of neat. And I don't know how the seating works, but we're gonna have to get that early. But it's a sit down kind of comedy club setup.
0: Yeah, and there's a two drink minimum. I wonder if that's going to be an issue for us.
1: Mm. You mean as like if I drink four? They'll be upset, or
0: yeah no I, I i think I think we can cover the two minimum,
1: yeah, no, I <laughs> I'm gonna be like two, that's it, <laughs> <laughs> uh no, i'm I'm super amped about it, it is a two trick minimum, it is a nightclub uh you know, stand up comedy club style uh kind of thing. Um, but I'm super stoked about this. So we have tickets to Fat Man on Batman and, um, Hollywood Babylon.
0: I'm very excited.
1: And so if any of our peeps are going to be down there and want to join us, that's where we're going to be at Thursday night and Saturday night. So grab your tickets, uh, as soon as possible. I don't think they're sold out yet, but they're going to be quick if they're not. So
0: yeah, to kind of give you an idea, Babylon has, has sold out every show for what, like six years?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no pressure. All right. So, um, let's see, uh, Star Trek. Oh, my God. This is the year of Star Trek for San Diego Comic-Con.
0: Yeah, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, Star Wars and Marvel is pretty much pulled out of Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, mostly because they've got Star Wars celebrations just a couple weeks ahead of it. Um, but secondly, second, the uh, Star Trek Beyond gets released the Friday of Comic-Con.
1: Right. Um, so there's a link in the show notes for all this stuff. Um, there is going to be the Star Trek world premiere is going to be that night.
0: Yeah, and they're doing that at the uh, over on the island, the same place that they did the Star Wars concert last year.
1: Right. Um and there's going to be a Star Trek 50 Artists 50 Years exhibit. Um that's going to be going on as well and that's going to be at the uh, Michael J Wolf Fine Arts Gallery in the Gaslamp. So you don't need a ticket for that. You could check that out for sure. Um Star Trek uh Trek Talk uh, CBS Consumer Products is bringing, uh, Trek Talk to San Diego Comic Con. I'm guessing this is on the floor as a panel, but I'm not sure.
0: It makes sense.
1: Um, and there's going to be, oh, yeah. there's makeup. Mac is doing Star Trek makeup, which is like Star Wars did the same thing. Actually, I got Kate the mascara right. at some point. Star Wars did the same thing around that time, but, um, Mac is a really a high end, uh, makeup, um, company and they're going to be doing on Thursday, July 21st. They're going to be doing makeup inspired by Star Trek. It's a 25 piece special collection it will be available in a special pre-sale on that day.
0: Well, the pictures that they're showing, they're showing Uhura and yeah. Seven of Nine and uh, Deanna Troy. And-
1: yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh and star trek tv series well hasn't changed well it hasn't been con- confirmed yet the upcoming cbs all access tv series star trek is coming to San Diego comic-con cbs would have to be insane not to push the brian fuller run uh series uh during all the other promotion for star trek so we're gonna get some stuff about that too
0: yeah it would just make sense that they're gonna do a premiere of the uh of the first episode. Indeed.
1: So there was an update on um multiple buyers. This doesn't affect a lot of people, but people, I guess the way this worked was if like I bought you a ticket during um like pre-sales. Right. right? And then I bought you another ticket during regular sales. Okay. Then the badges would come to me. They're trying to figure. They're trying to like streamline where all the where all the badges are going because we know that the bag, badges are shipping to us now.
0: Yeah, and so it, I mean, it's just gonna save them money if they can ship them all in the same place. Then Absolutely. Multiple shippings.
1: Yeah, and so that was kind of an update, and um, I cannot wait to get my badges in the mail, dude. I know it's gonna be so. We won't have to wait in line. Oh, we we'll don't have to wait in line. We'll have them when we get there. Of course.
0: How are we gonna get our bag of swag now?
1: Um, there's gotta be lines for that. I'm guessing. I'm sure it's ready I'm, when we get in. Yeah, you and know, what I'm thinking we do is preview night. Um, when we, if we get down there early, depending on our flight, um, we get our badge, we get our, what you call it, swag bags at night. Yeah. So, that'd, be, that'd be good. Cause Thursday morning's gonna be crazy and crazy. I'm going to want to go to Geek and Sundry that morning. All right. So, uh, hotel wait list is going to be starting on the first as well. Um, so that is the, those people that were in for the hotel lottery, that wait list is going up. So if you're one of those people,
0: you know, who doesn't have to worry about that? us why
1: because <laughs> we have our hotel already yeah we do all we have to do is buy a plane ticket by the way if you want to give us a plane ticket um go ahead and go to <laughs> patreon.com slash usual podcast and send us a hundred dollars no i that'd be nice um diamond exclusives for secc put this in
0: yeah this is the first uh first uh, announcement i've seen of exclusives uh for the, the con um, well there's a lot of other ones but yeah yeah the, i mean this is the first one i've seen yeah and yeah. It, so it's diamond and uh, so these are, you know, fig- uh, figures and stuff like that, sculptures, and they, a lot of them look really darn cool. Yeah,
1: I know Mattel's done some already, Hasbro's announced some, um, and another place for that is the unofficial uh, Comic-Con blog. They they put up a lot of exclusive stuff, but um I just honestly haven't been that excited about some of the exclusives yet.
0: Take a look at some of them um, they're pretty cool. I mean, these are more expensive, but...
1: Yeah, and there's there's some, and the problem is, is like, I'm all for exclusives, but... If I have to fight a line to pay $150, I'm like, well, you know, I'm, I, know, I'm right? I I can't imagine me doing that.
0: As you run across the show floor try to get in line. But that's what I'm
1: saying. So like, you know, I, the exclu- the kind of exclusives I like are the ones where I happen to be walking by a booth. I see it in the in the glass. I'm like, "Oh, that looks cool." And then I get in line for 5 minutes and I go, "I'll buy that now." You know what I mean? Like the other stuff is
0: That or I mean, I Link's understand I understand exclusives or as opposed to um limited exclusives. And a lot of these are very limited. Like, no, I get you. Like there's 20 of them or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I like the the ones where there's like, you know, say they're going to do a uh, special edition of uh, a uh, a variant cover for a comic run or whatever. Right. There's like 500 of them or something.
1: Yeah. No, these look awesome. And I'm I'm fully down with these, oh, the Joker ones. Yeah, and I, I and like I said, man, I I'm limited on what I usually try to limit the stuff that I buy to yeah. the stuff I'm buying for people. Or, you know, if I see something really cool for myself or I, I make a connection with a writer or something, then I'll buy their book. But exactly. otherwise, I don't I don't go out of my way to find exclusives because I have enough toys. I have nowhere to put it right now.
0: <laughs> I totally
1: understand that. Um, all right. So let's get into our universes section.
0: Yeah. Uh, first one. And this is where we're calling back to Berlantiverse. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the first time all year. I am completely done with Verlantiverse, and you still have a whole bunch to. Do. I'm done with Supergirl. I'm done with Legends of Tomorrow. I'm done with Flash. I'm done with Arrow. Me 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 me. No, I'm I'm actually up to date. I'm just kidding. I I'm, hate you. <laughs> I'm up to date on
1: um, on Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, almost. I have the last two episodes of Flash to watch, and I think I'm three or four on Arrow. It's been a crazy couple weeks, but we'll we'll catch up here between now and the next time we record. They're um, all really good. Supergirl is something that the wife and I like. We just are just going to binge it and that that'll happen in the next couple of weeks as well. So, yeah. um, but yeah, man. So what do we have? We have, uh, Supergirl is going to Monday nights on, um, on the CW in yeah, the fall. I
0: mean, it already makes sense because they have already have what flashes on Tuesdays and arrows on Wednesdays. Yes. And Supergirl just makes sense on Monday and that way they can put it all in continuity. Right. And it looks like uh, Calista- Oh, and Legends tomorrow is Thursday. Right. So it's just Monday through Thursday now.
1: And so Calista Flockhart may not return as a series regular.
0: Yeah, well, she's already in usually one out of every two episodes, if right. not more. They're just going to be decreasing her, her role. Totally. She plays Cat Grant.
1: Yeah. And she's done a great job. And
0: I, like, I really like her character, actually. And what I love is they pull in stuff from her personal life to yeah. make jokes about. Because, <laughs> you know, in, in real life, she's been married to Harrison Ford for like 15 years. Oh right, right. And they've been dating for a long time. And before that. And so it's it's just really funny because there is this one episode near the end of the season where she's walking in and she's spouting off to Supergirl who's her assistant she goes and please tell Harrison Ford's publicist I don't want to take his phone calls anymore
1: <laughs> I didn't catch that that's funny
0: um alright
1: so there's also plans for a uh, Supergirl Arrow Flash and Legends crossover which just makes sense
0: oh it does I mean th- th- that's one thing Berlanti's really good at is, is uh, and the crossovers have been the really crossovers good crossovers have been great
1: and the ones with Arrow and Flash are some of my favorite episodes they're so seamless and all of a sudden it's like oh wait a minute oh wait Cisco's here yeah, <laughs> you know, and and I forget that I'm not watching uh, the Flash; I'm watching Arrow. But all of a sudden, Cisco's there, so that's that's pretty cool. It just
0: goes to show how how good the universe is put together.
1: Exactly. Um. So let's see more DC characters in Legend of Tomorrow season two, uh, by a large margin, and that's Mark Guggenheim saying that.
0: So. Yeah, there's going to be a ton more characters, and this is where we really get to. And there's going to be some spoilers here, but not. It's more characters. All right. The character playing Hawkgirl, or the actress playing Hawk Girl, is leaving the show after this season. Oh, really? Yeah, she's already said she's not coming back. Oh, I hadn't heard this. Um, and we already know that, you know, Close Flockhart's, you know, uh, tamping down. Um, there hasn't been any official word, but Prison Break is coming back. And so is it went, really? Yeah, so Wentworth Miller might be there. It's all in flux.
1: So he might be leaving the show, too. Does he talk like that in Prison Break? Because I love him so much.
0: He does have <laughs> an interesting cadence.
1: It's just so drawn out and dramatic and beautiful at the same it time. Is. I just love this. Listen- I could listen to him talk all day.
0: Yeah. And um, if you haven't watched all of. I it, never watched Prison. Yeah. Breath. If you haven't watched all of Legends of Tomorrow, then there's a little bit of spoilers here. But um, the Justice League of Society, Justice Society of America is introduced at the very end.
1: I haven't watched that one yet, I don't think.
0: It's the last one. You said you watched all Legends of
1: Tomorrow. I haven't watched the last one.
0: Oh, uh, it's not really much of a spoiler. No, you're spoiling it. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. don't hit the mic. Son of a goat. Anyway, so they're introducing the Justice Society of America, Mm. which is just another DC... That's my dog. Just another DC group like Justice League or Legends, you know, all that stuff. Um, And also, the producers come out and said that the season two villain... Um, is going to be much bigger than you think. And it's somebody we haven't really heard from yet. Ooh. And it's going to make Vandal Savage look like a walk in the park. Oh, I love Savage, dude. <laughs> I know
1: you would. I love Savage. He's awesome. I think we actually have the season finale to watch. I think is what it is. Cause it's, it's really well done. I thought we, maybe we watched it. How does it end? No, don't tell me. Well, I'll, I'll watch it. Anyway, go ahead. Go continue. Kevin Smith, Arrow, season five. Go for it. So Kevin Smith, um, has been, uh, there's been talks of him, uh, basically. He says he wants to write. And we've talked about, we talked about this last week, I think, but, yeah. um, there, he's going to have some sort of hand in, in season five of Arrow. And I'm actually pretty excited about this because from what I hear from a lot of the other podcasts I listen to that watch the CW shows, Arrow is their least favorite. And I love Arrow. And I, I do too. And I think they, a lot of those shows that I listened to, they, they got upset around season three of Arrow. And I think it was the whole Ra's al Ghul stuff and all that kind of stuff. And they kind of kind of rubbed on the wrong way for some reason. But so if Kevin Smith's involved, you know, he's written Green Arrow before. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of excited to see uh, where he's going to take it. So I don't know. I'm I'm pumped.
0: Yeah, especially since he's already kind of talked that he wants to bring in on a which is a really popular oh, character. Yeah.
1: Okay, Cool. Uh, DCU. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, we're into the DCEU, and uh, it looks like the Shazam uh, <laughs> movie is gonna be filming st- starting filming sooner. Oh, The Rock. Um, yeah, this is The Rock, and it might have something to do that he has his thumb and a ton of pies, and so he's <laughs> uh, they need to shift around filming. I'm sure, but uh, it looks like it's gonna be coming sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, no, and I I don't, I mean, I don't really care either way, but um, it'll. I I want to see it, no Shazam. What. I want to see it no matter what. And like I said, if it's sh- if it's sooner, cool. If not, whatever. Um, cool. So Jake Gyllenhaal, what is this?
0: Um, there were there were hints of the Riddler in, um, in that BVS. May be sooner, Yeah. Um, you know, you saw question marks all over. You, saw, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and they're just suggesting that it would be really nice to get a very good actor to play And Jake Gyllenhaal is one of the ones that yeah people are thinking about.
1: I'm down with that. Uh, I think you do very well. I think so too. We've alluded to this in the last couple of weeks, but Jeff Johns has confirmed now that he's working on Batman with Bat Ben Affleck.
0: Yeah, which is very cool because he is so good with continuity. Yeah. Uh, because he he runs the comics, but he's just now been tabbed as the head of the DCEU. So um yeah, it's just gonna make it that much better. And speaking of Suicide
1: Squad, uh is <laughs> As of like today, I think I saw this today. Suicide Squad takes title of the most tweeted upcoming movie. Um, very cool. Which I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about this than any other movie right now. You know, outside we, of Star Wars. I yeah,
0: think. well, we went and saw Apocalypse today. Yeah, we did, and there was a trailer for it, and it was the, uh, um,
1: yeah, what was the song?
0: Ballroom Blitz. Yeah, it was Ballroom oh Blitz yeah, that was a good one. trailer. Yeah, and it was very good. And I am officially in love with Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn.
1: And yeah, speaking of nice segue, um, it, Warner Brothers is developing a Harley Quinn
0: movie. Yeah, this has been rumored for a couple of weeks now, and it's just been confirmed that Warner Brothers is developing it.
1: And this I put in here because uh, I okay, I, I put this in for a couple reasons. So speaking of uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, yes. okay, my Harley Quinn is Tara Strong, and From the, the because of that is because of the animated series. Right, she voiced uh she voiced her in the animated series. She's also done. Just about everything else. Bubbles from Powerpuff Girls, Raven from Teen Titans, Batgirl, uh, Twilight Sparkle from My Little Pony, which I, I'm going to admit, yes, I did watch with my kids and I <laughs> like it. Um, but Tara Strong is a very talented voice actress. She also did some, um, uh, I can't remember the voice she did in Sotor, but she does, I want to say it's Vet. Might want to look that up. Um, but she was on that panel we went to yes, that was. time. So anyway, long and the short of it is Tara Strong's awesome. And she, this, this article basically says Tara Strong wants to cameo in a Harley Quinn spinoff. Um, so basically this says, when news broke of a possible Harley Quinn spinoff film, multitudes of Harley fans were excited to hear the news, including, uh, that multitude is actress Tara Strong. Um, she says, I just want to make a, <laughs> a cameo is what she's basically saying. So, I, I would love to see that happen some way, shape or form because, like I said, she, uh, she's an amazing voice actress and, and, and I love her Harley Quinn. So.
0: Yeah. She did the voices of
1: both Risha. Yeah. Risha. That and was Holiday. It. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. And that's awesome. And so Tara Strong, uh, I've listened to her on, uh, there's a really good podcast. Uh, Kevin Smith interviews her at some point and the, the, the seamless way that she goes into different voices.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it was on Fat Man. Bad. Oh my
1: God. It's absolutely insane. Absolutely oh, yeah. insane. Um, she's ridiculously talented. Um, anyway, I'd love to see that happen. Moving on. Warner Brothers rumored to be considering multiple suicide squad spinoffs. I think they know this is going to work.
0: Yeah. And they'd be stupid not to at least consider it.
1: Mm-hmm. So you think they're basically going to take Deadshot. Um, you know Riddler, well, yeah. or whatever, and well, just Harley spin Quinn, off all, and Harley Quinn for sure, but um, Boomerang Man was it? Boomerang Man is that it? Uh, uh, there's just so many great characters. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm excited about that too because I I love these movies. We're at a good time, man. We live at a we live at an amazing time. Yes, we do. Uh, Fox time.
0: Yeah, we're in a Fox. Okay, this is where we're going to talk <laughs> about apocalypse. So, so we,
1: slight spoilers, maybe
0: possibly. Yeah, so uh, if you don't want to, you know, skip ahead five ten minutes, whatever. We're, we're yeah, gonna. we're not gonna spend a lot of time, but no, we um, have to. Overall uh, thoughts.
1: Overall, um the beginning was super slow. I the beginning was kind of brutal, in my opinion. Um, um,
0: I really enjoyed the beginning because <laughs> it had very very historical aspects to it,
1: and and that's fine, and I get that, but I honestly nodded off twice, and partially I was tired, partially I had a beer before, but also like it just wasn't. The X-Men movies are not up there for me in my favorite... I
0: just don't think m- you're a Brian Singer fan. And
1: maybe that's it. I haven't quite figured it out. I, I did like Days of Future Past. I did enjoy that. And I liked First Class. But if you asked me what happened in those movies, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's... And so this movie, I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to see Olivia Munn as Psylocke. And that happened for like 10 seconds. And then... Like I honestly though, I love the last twenty minutes. The last twenty minutes were wonderful. The battle was really good. I, I I literally um when spoilers again, uh when we get to the uh the Phoenix part, I teared up a bit yeah. because that was just it was a really cool moment. Um but and you know, and the Wolverine thing part was really cool, but honestly, man, like it just it was just kind of meh. Okay, there's a few things I really like. And I don't it. say that a lot about a, a lot of movies. I love most movies. I just wasn't... I don't know. Maybe it's a day. I just
0: wasn't feeling it. No, I'm I, sorry, I buddy. really enjoyed it. Okay. Um The music really got me. Mm-hmm. I liked the music. Mm-hmm. Um, music the, was excellent. Yeah. The uh, I really liked the very beginning, and you saw the four mutants who were helping him at the very... Helping Apocalypse at the very beginning back in ancient Egypt. And so you got to see their skills. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was very cool. Also, seeing how he was betrayed by some of the...
1: No, that Eastern part Egyptians. was cool.
0: I think, I think once I got about 25
1: minutes in, it just dragged a little bit. And then, like, Which for I like a understand. half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That I can
0: totally understand. Um, I also, <laughs> after having seen. Deadpool? Yeah. And when he shows up at the mansion and says, this thing blows up every couple of years.
1: <laughs> and then it blows it up? It blows up
0: in this movie.
1: But okay, the Quicksilver part? Okay, this phenomenal. is the thing
0: that Fox has actually done better than the MCU. So good, man. Fox's Quicksilver, um which is played by Evan...
1: Yeah, I'm I don't drawing remember his a name.
0: He's the guy from American Horror Story. Yeah.
1: um, He nails Quicksilver. Not only that, they shot Quicksilver phenomenally. Yeah, the shots like, of Quicksilver are so much good.
0: better than... The uh, the uh, Pietro Maximoff from right. from uh, Avengers Age Voltron, I agree. Um, so it was phenomenal. Uh, Michael Fassbender was
1: great. Fassbender was. I really Magneto. liked Magneto's story. Um, that's that's one of the things I really liked about this particular uh, uh, X Men movie. I that was the story I latched onto the most. Um, I also liked the because I was a, an X Men animated series fan. I know the tension between well, and because I don't read the comics uh that far back at least. I don't I know the tension between Wolverine and Jean Grey, and I loved that when Wolverine right before he left, yeah. you get to see that little bit of a moment but like she reached him yes. and that was freaking cool.
0: That was very cool. Um the uh so I really enjoyed those those parts. Um the the Quicksilver scenes were amazing. Yeah um the the little looks on his face were just brilliant yeah <laughs> Um i didn't like how they were very like i think
1: it was there was no reason to be cryptic about the parentage i feel like why not just tell him in the moment that would have snapped him out of it you know what i'm saying like why not just say hey i'm your son give him something to fight for turn him over and then beat apocalypse like for me, it was like, why why be like, well, I'll tell him someday. Like, what does that well, because what does it matter?
0: I think in the grand scheme of things, what it does is um, if he had told him that he was his son, then all of a sudden he still has that, I'm fighting for my family and yeah. not necessarily for the good of mutants.
1: I got you. Yeah. And so
0: this one, it allows him to turn over. Well, I can see that. And yeah, um, so there's that. I really enjoyed the after credits sequence. Yeah. That's cool. Um, it really introduces the possibility of Mr. Sinister uh coming up, which is great. Um also more um Weapon X. Weapon X. Yes. Uh which, which is, is great. yeah, which is very tied in with Mr. Sinister. Right. And um this also comes up with and actually it's something I have later on, um, is that Brian Singer is pushing for the introduction of X twenty three.
1: Yeah. No, I'm hoping that happens for sure. Um so overall I the movie was fine uh i think that it didn't have to be two hours and 20 minutes long
0: no i i'll say i'll put it above batman versus superman oh for sure but yeah. less than civil war
1: yeah i mean way less than civil war i mean civil war is one of my favorite movies right now um but um apocalypse overall i did like okay there was two things i like one i like the idea of the apocalypse character i like how he's he was as powerful Spanning all the you know millennia, collecting these powers and being okay, what he was, I respect, thought that was you know kind of cool. Reminds me of what's that? Siler. Yes, yes.
0: Every time he's like, "I want that power."
1: Yeah, and it's like, "Oh, I'm going to take that from you." Exactly. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I like that, and I like the Magneto storyline. The rest, um, you know, I, I kind of forgot a lot about it already. The, uh, but-
0: I thought they they were a little heavy handed with the Mystique stuff.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I think that was what was kind of bothering me in the beginning because that was kind of the focus in that chunk that I kind of tuned out right. was because that was something I felt was somewhat forgettable from the other movies was the fact that she's like, you know, this savior for mutants and they really played it up in this movie. I was they like, did, did that so, even happen? Yeah, so if you didn't watch <laughs> Faith and Feature Past shortly before this, you may have forgotten about or remember it because you watched it, what, five years ago or whenever yeah, that whatever, movie came out?
0: Um, I do like that she was going around and saving mutants. Yeah, no. She, she finds Nightcrawler.
1: I like that. I like the Nightcrawler. I like, um, I like that you can see the connection between Mystique and, um, and Magneto. I like that because that was something they always have had that, that relationship. Yes. Um, and you know, they did some stuff right. I just think it didn't have to be as long as it was. Um, and I wish they could have gotten there faster. There was like almost no action scenes. In the first forty-five minutes or so of the yeah. movie,
0: and I am going to touch on Psylocke really quick. Okay. Um, I really dig did dig Olivia Munn in it. I wish she had had more dialogue so you can play off her quippy humor a little bit more, right? Um, but I think they utilized the powers of Psylocke very well. No, they did the powers well. Um, and she just had no depth. Yeah, and again, and this is where we get spoiler alert. I think they're going to play off that more in the next movie. And also, I I think that. I
1: I wish they had focused a little bit more on the storm part of it. Storm's one of my favorite X-Men from the animated series. Mm-hmm. And she's like kind of a veteran by the time you get to that point of the X-Men. And yeah, I like at the end, she decides she's going to stick around for a while. Right. Makes a lot of sense. She's young. She's a part of the four horsemen, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I would have liked to see a little bit more conflict with, uh, with her uh, so it makes more sense that she's, like, almost cowering during most of that fight at the end. Like, she's, the, like, not cowering, but trying to decide, like, who to fight for, you know, what's if, going on. If
0: you notice, th- that happens immediately after she sees Mystique go back in her blue form.
1: Was that it? Yeah. Okay.
0: Because that's her hero. And I it. So you. that's when okay. she's like, wait a second, am I on the wrong side here? Right, okay. And so she'd rather withdraw from the fight
1: I got while you. she makes up her mind.
0: Yeah, I just...
1: I like Storm a lot and she had like two lines. So.
0: Yeah, although I did like the the little novel thing at the very beginning where Alexander Ship came on and said thank you for coming to the movies.
1: Yeah, that was cool. Um that was weird. I thought they were trying to I thought they were really trying to get at like thanks for coming here, please don't film it illegally and sell no, it. No, it was just, it was just like thanks, thanks for being coming. here. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um all right man, so anything else on Apocalypse? The soundtrack was great. I'm with you on that. Yeah, um,
0: no, I'm I'm going to get the soundtrack. No, that I I enjoyed it. I'd say Good solid seven out of ten.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say six. I was tired.
0: <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh
1: so it is though, as we said that, the lowest X rated um <clears throat> X rated, the lowest the lowest rated X-Men film on Rotten Tomatoes, though.
0: Which I find interesting because Last Stand was pretty god awful.
1: Yeah, it wasn't great. Um Ron Portman?
0: Yeah, well okay, we already said that. The Cable's going to be coming up in Deadpool 2. Yeah. And this is another thing, actually. Cable is a creation of Mr. Sinister. Right. Because Mr. Sinister's whole point in the comics is to create the perfect mutant. Right. And so he thinks, in the in the comics, he thinks he's found that in Cyclops and Jean Grey, and that's why he created a Jean Grey clone and tricks oh,
1: right, right, Summers
0: right. into having a baby with, him, with her, and that's how he gets uh cable anyway gotcha. uh you should open this up. But it's a visual of what Ron Perlman could look like oh no i saw this this is cool um yeah no i i don't
1: I, at this point i don't really care who plays cable i just want him to look badass that looks really good yeah that looks
0: um, good i i i agree and Ron Perlman looks badass in anything
1: uh so deadpool knocked the force awakens off the top of home media sales charts
0: yeah, and this, this is, is kind of surprising, this actually. This is kinda big. I mean, we knew that I mean Deadpool came out did Deadpool come out first?
1: Uh no. No, Death- not in
0: theaters, but in on video. Uh
1: no. Deadpool just came out.
0: Okay. Then yeah. um yeah, so it, knocking Force Awakens off is big. Yeah. Um and talking about Alexander Ship. We talked about her last week and how she wants to be in a a Black Panther movie. Yeah, Black Panther. Uh, well, she's also said that she wants to be in New Mutants, which she is. She's one of the people that runs the... Yeah, X- she would have to be. Yeah, well, she's, I believe, head of the X-Men when New Mutants happens. Totally. So there's that. Um, um, okay. This week's Honest Trailer from Screen Junkies is uh, of the X-Men animated series, and it is phenomenal.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. So that was awesome. Uh, So Honest Trailer is good.
0: Yeah, okay, now
1: we're on to the MCU. Yes, go.
0: Uh, Civil War has surpassed Zootopia, becoming the biggest hit of 2016. That's a big deal. Yeah, and uh, I I love it how one Disney property has passed another Disney property. So
1: it's all Disney. Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, Also, it's become, uh, we just said that.
1: Well, it's the highest grossing movie of 2016, too.
0: Well, that's what biggest hit also means.
1: Are we being redundant?
0: A little bit, a little bit. (sighs) Doctor Strange, confirmed. Yeah, Doctor Strange is confirmed for Avengers Infinity War.
1: Uh, say that again? Avengers Avengers, Avengers? Infinity War. That's <laughs> not really did. Yeah, no, I'm excited about Doctor Strange being in anything.
0: Um, so Ragnarok? Yeah, Thor Ragnarok has added some more cast members.
1: Which is who? Kate oh, Blanchett, there we go. Jeff
0: Goldblum and Carl Urban. Oh, neat.
1: Um, I'm pretty excited about Ragnarok, dude. Like the last couple of uh you know, the last Thor movie was okay, but you know, like I said, I I like the original Thor one. Uh, so I think Infinity War will be good. We got yeah, Hulk well, and, this, and all these other actors.
0: Yeah, well, Ragnarok's gonna be great. It's gonna have Hulk in it, which is gonna be awesome. Um, you know, no, uh, no Jane, which is a little frustrating. Right. But you know, they brought in C- Cabelinette. So
1: yeah, so some Black Panther news. Uh, Ryan Coogler, as we've talked about, he says it's probably gonna be his most personal movie to date. I have a link in the show which notes, which I find for this. really
0: interesting because. Uh, Creed was very personal. Well, and,
1: and I'm with you on that. And he says, uh, basically says what Marvel's doing and what you see a lot of studios doing now uh, that Marvel has done it so successfully is making content that exists in a particular universe. Um, and he kind of goes on to say, um, with making Creed, I wasn't thinking I was going to make a black Rocky movie, he explained. It was more I want to make a movie about what me and my dad are going through. and My dad's favorite character was Rocky. Um, and it's kind of an allegory for us. So as far as, uh, Black Panther goes, it's going to be my most personal movie to date, which is crazy to say, but it's completely the case. I'm obsessed with this character and this story right now. And I think it's going to be my very, uh, unique and still fit into the overall narrative that they're establishing. So very cool. that's pretty cool. He says he grew up a comic book fan, which helps too.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Um, also, unfortunately, it turns yeah. out, uh, Boy Egg is not going to be in Black Panther.
1: Boo. Boo. Moving on. Uh Marvel is looking at filming a uh, part of Black out, An- uh Black Panther in Africa as well. Which uh, I think is cool. Why wouldn't they? Makes sense.
0: Well, besides, you know, the actual <laughs> Civil Wars.
1: <laughs> so Black Widow. It's definitely happening, huh?
0: Yeah, well, one of the producers just said it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, there's no script yet, there's no nothing, but he said it's just stupid for it not to happen.
1: I'm I'm glad about that.
0: And on top of that, uh Anthony Mackey, who plays Falcon, said he would love to be in a Black Widow.
1: Movie. And Mackey Mackie, I think, can kind of bounce around to all these movies. Yeah. He fits into Ant Man perfectly, yep. uh, Black Widow perfectly. I think it's going to be great. And like I said, I've been rewatching Ant Man um, a bunch and finishing up with a couple of my classes. And that end sequence in Ant Man is actually from Civil War, yes. and it all fits. and And it's a lot of fun. Um, so I, I'm hoping that happens.
0: Yeah, uh, we've got a few uh, Spider Man Homecoming yep. uh, things. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio would love to. Uh, return as um kingpin yeah uh, wilson fisk in spider-man homecoming oh i hope that happens um chris evans says that he would like cap to be in spider-man homecoming which makes sense and michael keaton is back and talks to play the villain again
1: i think that might have confirmed it uh fairly recently really yeah I, i think i saw something but we'll come back next week for for sure but i think i think he's in i think he's in for
0: that would be very cool
1: so i'm excited about that too um
0: Wesley Snipes says the Blade is up to Marvel. Um yeah, everything is up to Marvel. Well, but yeah, but I I think
1: I think they really need to do this. I think and if they're going to go back and do it, I think it's they need to do it.
0: Well, it's the f- the Blade movies were the first good Marvel movies that weren't part of the MCU.
1: Right. And I think uh, this leads into the next story. Blade, Ghost Rider and Moon Knight are rumored for a Netflix series, and I think they could really do Blade really well if they did a Netflix style thing. I agree. And very I,
0: similar to the the way that they could do Punisher,
1: yeah. Punisher, Jessica
0: Jones, all that kind of stuff. I think that'd be good. It's, a, it's a, you know when you're dealing with anti heroes, like yeah. Blade, Ghost Rider, Punisher, stuff like that. It's a lot. It's very hard to get very in depth in a two hour movie, right? Especially when you're having to introduce a whole bunch of other characters. Whereas in a Netflix series, you're doing ten episodes, yeah, um, and you can go in depth without having as many minor characters in it. It's so much easier to go in uh, on how deep anti-villains are or anti-heroes are.
1: Totally. Uh, lastly here, carrie Ann Moss added to Iron Fist.
0: I'm excited because <laughs> I have loved her.
1: Okay. She's like everyone's one of my favorites gonna, in the Matrix, dude. Yeah,
0: everyone's going to say I've loved her since the Matrix. I actually remember her from before The Matrix, she oh was God. in a show called Models, Inc., what? which was a spinoff of Melrose Place.
1: Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't go that far back, but I like Carrie Ann Moss. She's awesome. She is great. And I really like her in, um, I mean, obviously, she's, uh plays uh, her role in Jessica Jones, right? Hmm. No, she plays uh, Third Appearance in Marvel. She played, yeah, she was in Daredevil. Yeah, she was in Daredevil.
0: Season two, because I haven't watched season two.
1: No, she Davy. Yeah, she's in Jessica Jones. Yeah, duh. Yeah, so she played. Um, uh, she played the lawyer in Jessica Jones. She actually played a really cool character in that. Oh, and, that's um, right. Yeah, and I'm really glad that she's coming back for this. That's gonna be exciting. Very cool. So sweet. Disney time.
0: Yeah. Holy okay. crap, Disney. Yeah. Okay.
1: I feel like this is gonna be like a. Di- we should just do a Disney podcast. We we really should because <laughs> we both love Disney. Because everything that we like is all Disney. Continue.
0: Um, uh, you know, Disney's been doing a lot of their re- recreations of. Animated films in live action like Maleficent and Alice in Wonderland, all the stuff. Um, they just did Jungle Book. Well, the first trailer for Beauty and the Beast came out. Right. And wow, it's killing it is it. so good.
1: Yeah. It's really good. And um, it basically broke the record for uh, the viewing record. Yeah. Uh, it the, took it from Force Awakens. Yeah,
0: The Force Awakens did, I think, 88 million in 24 hours. Yeah. Civil War, I think, did 67 or 60 something in 24 hours well this did i think 91 million yeah in 24 hours that's crazy because you got to remember it's getting all of us geeks watching it but also my sister was the first my sister Chris who doesn't watch she reads romance novels yeah, and yeah. very rarely goes to movies except for going to see like Mother's Day and right, right. and Annie and, and, and stuff like things. that yeah. um she was the first person out of any of my friends on Facebook to post this wow and she's crazy. all and she's already planning a, a girl's night out to go see opening night that's exciting mermaid really so yeah it, it, they're also in uh in discussions about doing a live action little mermaid
1: crazy oh so this is interesting because I guess <clears throat> somebody brought this up to me the other day and they said when uh, Finding Nemo came out. There was a bunch of people that wanted those types of fish.
0: The Dory fish, the, the blue tang. Well,
1: that wanted the clownfish and well, stuff. Well, that too. Right. Yeah. Um, so, I guess there's a petition out to try to get uh a, an ad to run before Finding Dory to protect the blue tang fish so people don't try to get them and stuff. Right. Which I think is important.
0: Because they're more likely to survive in the wild than yeah, they are. People, you know. people don't need those
1: fish just because you like a movie. Exactly. Don't buy the fish. So, TV? Yeah. So, there's a bunch of stuff here, and I'm going to gloss over yeah, this. Yeah, we
0: talked, really, we can talk about these all first four in like one. We basically talked about last week was the upfronts, right? Um, which is where they announced all the lineups for the coming year. We're putting links in and uh, as for what all the new shows are going to be on all the major networks for next year. And uh, as we get closer to pilot releases, we'll get more in depth on each individual. Yeah, show.
1: and I agree with that. And also, I'm not right now, as of right now, I'm not adding anything to my rotation yet like i haven't seen anything i'm like okay i need to add this show on to all the 10 shows i already watched right. you know so um but we'll, we'll see how it goes i mean i am watching some netflix stuff you know kimmy schmidt came back and stuff like that yeah, so. it is
0: it is a perk of working at a school that now the track season is over yeah and, i mean like last night i watched i binged the uh, entire run of eleven twenty two sixty three. oh yeah oh, i'm so finally good. able to catch up on shows that i so wanted good. to so yeah
1: um netflix is going to be kind of the exclusive uh place for disney marvel lucasfilm and pixar it looks like yeah you know what which makes sense
0: the battle between netflix and hulu and amazon prime and all those uh um, it reminds me a lot of when blu-ray and high-def dvd were going hd
1: dvd hd dvd yeah
0: um and it was basically waiting on who was going to get licensing with them right yeah and hd dvd had uh had um
1: uh, Microsoft.
0: Yeah, it was done by Microsoft, but it um, it was uh, their main uh, studio they had to deal with was uh, Fox. Right. Um, so when Universal and Disney both said we're going to Blu-ray, that's where yeah. HD DVD went. Bye-bye. Right. And... Even though HD-DVD was technically a little better quality, Blu-ray had the the capacity issue that they had solved.
1: Well, they had solved that problem. Yeah, so
0: so that's the cool thing. So I think it's the same sort of thing, except for you're not in the limitations of hardware. Right. So I think by them picking Netflix, it's not going to kill Hulu by any imagination.
1: No, and Hulu is mostly TV-like like like you can get on there and like we watch uh trevor noah on there and right. um you know i think the wife watches uh uh the mindy project and all that kind of stuff on there you know
0: right it's more uh casual, casual, casual. sorry whereas uh this is basically gonna be okay well when avengers comes to streaming it's yeah, be it'll on, be on netflix yeah
1: which isn't gonna i don't think we'll hurt hulu that much no um, so there's a bunch of stuff leaving Netflix in June,
0: yeah, they always leave they always have a whole bunch of stuff leaving uh, every month, so there's a list on there, and uh, there's
1: a petition that petition to bring agent Carter back is over fifty thousand signatures, so that's something
0: yeah, um it's I still don't think it's coming. no, back. it's not gonna come back. I think but... they'll bring back the character in certain arcs, yeah, but not as a show. And,
1: uh, looks like they're going to turn Stephen King's Mr. Mercedes, uh, is going to get a TV series, which is kind of cool. I haven't read this book yet, but, um, you know, I like Stephen King.
0: Yeah. And like I said, I just watched the Live in 2263 and I thought it was very good. Um, and of course, the Dark Tower stuff is is in production. So, you right. know, Stephen King's making a big comeback.
1: And The X Files, season two, they're working on it.
0: I'm excited because season one had a major cliffhanger.
1: Yeah. And we haven't watched that last episode yet. For Watch some it. I know. So we were talking about last week uh, a little bit about, um, uh, who are we talking about? The, um, Elsa having a girlfriend or something <laughs> like that. Um, but anyway, so game of Thrones, Sophie Turner, she is who plays, who is actually in X-Men Apocalypse. She plays Jean Grey. She plays Jean Grey. She plays Sansa in, in game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is phenomenal. By the way, if you don't catch up soon, I'm going to flip out and throw things at you, it's on my list but uh, you, you you say that, but anyway, so, um, she has this little video up that talks about uh someone asked her, you know, who she wants to romance in game of Thrones and in the game of Thrones universe, she's like, uh, makes sense. It'd be Marjorie makes sense. Right? Like you don't understand what I'm saying, but Marjorie was a perfect uh love interest for her. And she says she'd have to swing the other way, mostly because of all of the, um, hell she's been through with men in right. her life. Right. Um, and I, and I think that's a really interesting, um, take on the character, but then she also, those Arya in there, which is actually her sister, so, but it is Game of Thrones, Game so of Thrones. we have this incestuous idea too. And I thought it was kind of it was a kind of a light piece that they put in here, but I, I think it was really interesting, and it just gave me an excuse to bring up Game of Thrones because I love Game of Thrones. And it's really yeah, well,
0: good. I mean, in dealing with Arya, I mean, Sophie Turner and Maisie Williams are friends in real life, yeah. So, yeah, it didn't
1: count. and she was really good in um, in Doctor Who, by the way. Um, all right. Comics. Am I going? Yeah. Comicsology launches new uh, digital comic subscription service. I haven't looked into this all the way because I have my anything that I'm going to buy that's not digital. Um, well, I, I don't really do digital subscription services because I have a local shop where I get my right. stuff through. So, um, but there's details in there. Uh, Marvel Now has been officially announced yeah, as well. Yeah,
0: it's, it's really interesting because they did Marvel Now yep. uh, starting a few years ago and then they did the all new Marvel Now. And then they just rebranded last year, and now they're going to be rebranding again for Marvel now. Right. So, yeah, you know, at least they're they're staying consistent with their brand.
1: Indeed, uh, and this is what I was actually most excited about was Deadpool versus Gambit uh, is is coming.
0: That'll be fun. to <laughs> And
1: watch. those two characters together, it, it's going to be amazing. I love the Deadpool versus comics. Um, I've read the Deadpool Cable, the Deadpool Spider Man, um, and there's cause there's a bunch of other ones, but. Uh, you know, Deadpool versus the Marvel universe, but Deadpool versus Gambit sounds awesome. So
0: yeah, those two characters, because they're so quippy and they're so, Oh
1: yeah. It's going to be great. So what is this last one? Heroes? So
0: AMC, which is quickly becoming the geek center of the universe, um, with walking dead and breaking bad and, and comic book men and right everything else. Uh, they're uh, bringing and fear of the walking dead. Yeah. They're bringing a, um, Docu series uh, coming called Heroes and Villains: The History of Comic Books. Wow! So I'm excited for that to come.
1: Cool, man. Uh, movies, let's do it.
0: Uh, a couple of uh, James Bond things. I mean, Daniel Craig is uh, <laughs> has reportedly turned down James Bond deal. And this um, was kind of waffling for a while, wasn't it? Yeah, well, he has. I think he's on contract for one more. Okay. Um, but he's trying to get out of that. Okay. Um, but they're they're looking at Fantastic Fox, uh, Fantastic Fox, Fantastic yeah. Fours, uh, Jamie Bell. Is okay. Being considered. That'd be cool. Um. Yeah. He'd be okay. Uh, he's the one that played um. Doctor Doom. Yeah. Um. But I would be. They just need to bring in Idris Elba. Yeah. No. Going to be the best Bond.
1: I think so too.
0: Um. Also, see how he does in uh
1: in Dark Tower. I think it'd be sweet. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That'd be very cool. Um. Elton John has confirmed he's part of Kingsman. Uh. Yeah. And I I need to watch the first one. It is really entertaining. Actually, yeah. you know, I need to get you to watch Kingsman, and now you see me.
1: Yeah, you were telling me that. I'm not going to watch the second one, but that's fine. Um, so pieces fall in. I'm just kidding. I, hate I, I said that last week too. Uh, pieces fall into place for Tetris movie. Huh. Okay, You see the pun there. Um, so anyway, seriously, how are they gonna make a freaking movie about Tetris?
0: Okay, you know what I love about this? Is I don't love anything on, about no, no on you know on one of the upcoming HBO podcasts. This is going to be one of those movies that will suck. Hmm. But if you have to remember one of the movies that that will suck was also the Lego movie.
1: Yeah. But that was one out of how many? True. That they've done? They've predicted most of them. Speaking of movies that will suck. But I um, really
0: don't know how they're going to do Tetris.
1: Garfield animated movie is also in the works. Um, again, that's what I'm saying. It's like, why are we doing this? But whatever. I'm going to let that go. Megan Fox talks about wanting to play Katana, uh, in a, in a Mortal Kombat movie. And I'm, I'm all for another Mortal Kombat movie. I love Mortal Kombat and I love the movies. They're fun. But they they're so cheesily fun. <clears throat> oh, so, so terrible, but awesome. Uh, but Megan Fox, eh, whatever. Uh, lethal weapon, seriously?
0: Well, it's Shane Black who did, uh, Iron Man 3. I guess he wrote
1: a treatment or something.
0: Yeah. I think if anybody currently could do a lethal weapon, I think it could be yeah. Shane Black because he'll bring the darkness of the, uh, the Riggins, the rigs character, uh, to, to life.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Oh, we we should have brought this up earlier, but speaking of Kingsman, Jeff Bridges is going to be in it,
0: the dude which makes him, me want to see it more. The dude will <laughs> abide. I love the dude. Uh, Fast and the Furious is going to be re-released to the theaters. Ooh. Then um, we can go see him in the theaters. Yeah. All of them? Or just, just the original? The one. Oh, well, just that's, the not, original. that's cool. Um, but also, it looks like they're going to be trying to bring Justin Lin back for the final one. Oh, that's cool. Which it seems like there's going to be ten. Right now they're filming seven, the, okay. se- the seventh or the eighth one. Yeah. Um, well, Justin Lin directed the third, fourth, and fifth one. Okay. He left uh, for the sixth and seventh one, and because uh, he did Star Trek Beyond. Oh, got which it. Is coming out. Oh, I got it. Got but it. Vin Diesel's trying to bring him back to do the final one. Cool. Um, Rita Fukushima, okay, who played the younger actress in Wolverine, the Wolverine, yeah, the one that was in Japan. Uh, has just signed on to be in Sheryl Johansson's Ghost in the Shell. Ghost
1: in the Shell is cool, man. I'm excited for that.
0: Um, Nicholas Cage has come out and said that fact checking is what's holding up a National Treasure <laughs> Jesus 3. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, that's cool. I'm down with National Treasure okay. 3, but because uh, I, I like 3 those movies. National has been in the works for almost a decade now. Um, what first held it back is because, you know, they were coming out every, every three years. The right. first one came out in 2001, then 2004. Um, the third one was supposed to be 2007, I believe. Yep or no it was 2004 2007 and then it was supposed to be 2010 um but the writers strike happened yeah when they were writing the movie so they ah, couldn't right, work right, on it right, and right. Then it just fell mm. through cuz everything in hollywood is so precisely uh, well, scheduled it, it all has happened at a certain time exactly and so that's why it's, it fell apart for so long and hopefully they finally get back on board because I love the National Treasure. Movies.
1: Yeah, those are good. You know, and I took this out, and um we can talk about it really quick. The oh, yeah, only I put it in. The only reason I took this out was because um I don't think that I've played the Assassin's Creed one that has the Apple of Eden, okay. or I'm forgetting about it. But basically, I'm like that they're bringing it in.
0: Yeah, basically the the whole headline is that Assassin's Creed will have the Apple of Eden. Right. The whole important thing about this is they're bringing important things from the games and putting them in the movie.
1: No, and I think that's that's worth mentioning, and I think. Um, it makes me want to go back to the 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 games again because I mean, some of them, I mean, I I I played them from the beginning, you know, but like I said, it's been a long time since I played any of them, so I'd like to go back and check them out. But I'm glad that they are bringing those elements into the the films that going forward because you know, there's gonna be more than one film, right? Just like there was always gonna be more than one game, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, speaking um, of gaming.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of gaming, the last couple of weeks, we've actually talked about Return to Arkham a little bit. And now we talk about cover art and all this stuff. Well, somebody came out with a video that shows, uh, the, the improved graphics and yeah. how much cooler it is. So, uh, check out the link in our, in our show notes. Go to the video. It's pretty kind of cool to see how they've improved the graphics of a great game. Yep. So where uh, we at? We're in merchandise. Done. We're almost done. Cool, man. Um, you put this one in here.
1: Yeah. So there's this Mickey Mouse doll signed by Walt Disney. Um it's it's expected to catch, uh, you know, fetch over $50,000 at auction.
0: That actually seems a little low to me.
1: It does, and I need to follow up on this cuz I think this was a little bit uh, about a week old. So I'm guessing the auction happened. So I'm wondering how much it actually went for.
0: We will follow so, up and hopefully get you an answer next week.
1: Indeed. Um this is also really cool. Uh Flash and Arrow pop vinyl figures uh were revealed as well. Very cool. And we have a link in the show notes for that. Um, the cool thing about this was that, um, there was a zoom.
0: Oh, zoom looks awesome, which is
1: really, 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 really cool. Um, zoom looks really cool. And I just put this in merch because I didn't know where else to put it. But speaking of kind of the, uh, Deadpool kind of reaching everywhere is that TGI Fridays uh, is having Deadpool inspired drinks. Well, do you
0: remember? Do you know why it's TGI Fridays? What? Because you remember in the movie he was talking about, um, that he he. Uh, fought everywhere and he said uh, including jacksonville and he said right? they have a wonderful tgi Friday. oh that's right that's right <laughs> i was like what are you where are you getting this okay yeah totally uh that's
1: amazing i love that um and the last thing here guardians of the galaxy uh cosmo and howard the duck figures
0: okay that's awesome
1: this wait till you see this howard the duck figure look at that
0: okay the howard the Duck actually looks like a door these look like dorbs.
1: yeah they're really cool, but they're pop. Oh, they are pop. Yep.
0: Interesting. It would, it's got the Dorbs kind of flair, but it, it well, because they have they have circular heads, which yeah. are Dorbs, but they're right. pops, which are oh
1: no, it is Dorbs. Okay, that, that one's, one's Dorbs. A Dorbs. The other one's a pop. Uh, yeah. So the dog is a pop, and Dorbs is uh um Howard. Okay. Well,
0: you know, Cosmo is the Russian dog that was right. sent into space. So pretty cool, man. Very cool. Well, that's it. We have this week.
1: So thanks for tuning in the usual podcast. We welcome all feedback. If you have comments or questions, find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Swoto Network. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I am Will Griggs. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Uh give us a positive rating. Please like us, share us whenever we post stuff, and help spread the love, man. And uh audible trial.com slash usual podcast, get a free book on us and Give us a buck or two an episode. Help us with all our things at patreon.com slash usual podcast. So we are recording this on Monday night, Memorial Day. In about 20 minutes, the Warriors will be playing. So we will see. Have a fun.
0: Have a fun. (laughs) We'll see you all next week. Late.